My name is Shivani. And I'm Miranda. And this is episode 30 of Far From Normal. Yay! Got it right this time. I still forget. But, you know, I have I have everything together now, so it's okay. Um, today we're going to uh, talk about feminism. Would you like to introduce yes. the topic? Okay, so I am in this group called Leading Women. Leading Women of Tomorrow. Wow. Good words, Miranda. Leading Women of Tomorrow. And last semester, we had an organization from Indianapolis, which is called Black Women in Charge, which also I posted on the Instagram a few times. So you can check them out when we're done. But this organization came in and talked to us about this podcast, this separate podcast that NPR did, which was called Hood Feminism. It talked about the concept that white feminists do not necessarily support or at least don't fight for minority feminists. Got it. No, it makes a lot of sense because I, I remember when I like, you know, feminism started to become more prominent in the media. It like it was it started out as like, you know, like the simple definition, like equality for women. But then as time went on, it's definitely changed and it's evolved and different like subcategories of feminism um, started to become more of a thing. And it's just hard to like find a balance where we can like (laughs) a balance where we can like agree on um, the definition of feminism. Cause I feel like now it's more just like subjective from person to person and based Mm -hmm. on like different factors that we wouldn't normally think about like, you know, race and like economic social um, condition, like, yeah, conditions. And that can, yeah, that can definitely, that makes a lot of sense how it would be separated into like white feminism and hood feminism. And you could draw parallels to like, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and like everything is connected and it's just really crazy to see that. So question for you. With this, you know, problem I've proposed of white feminists striving for like their own goals and minority feminists striving for their own goals. Do you think one is more important? No, (laughs) no, 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 definitely not. I mean, they're all striving for equality in this, in one, in the same, like in their own sense, but it's just, I think it's because it's so divided. They aren't it one becomes more important than the other unintentionally because like they're not able to see the other side of the group's story because like obviously if you're not if you're not if you don't identify as a person of color you're not really going to understand what the experience of a person Mm -hmm. of color like what their experience would be so it'd be really hard to do that I mean obviously you can talk to them you can like try to like educate yourself on their history and stuff like that but there are, are some things that you just really can't understand until you like you experience it and oof, what was that um but yeah, um but yeah for sure I I definitely don't think there's one that's more important than the other I think it's just it ends up looking like that in the media but that's okay. not necessarily what like the intention of like feminism is it's equality for all women yeah but yeah in the me- you said something about the media, and I thought that was interesting. Which which type of feminism do you think the media portrays more? Hmm, it's a good question. Um, I feel like I'm not necessarily like <laughs> qualified to answer this really yeah. because um, we were talking about this earlier, but um, I never really identified myself as a feminist. Okay. I never thought about it. I never put much thought into it. I thought 
like my thought process was that because I'm a woman, it's implied that I want equality for women and I'm mm-hmm. going to be doing things that, you know, support women. And that's just, that's just how it is. Like, it's just built into me. Like, I'm never going to not be supporting women, but I guess, I mean, depending on the person, they probably could, you know, like the traditionalist way, but yeah, I just, I feel like I'm not really qualified to answer that question because I never really researched it or really paid okay. attention to that media types. But um, I don't know, based on like the stuff that you've told me, white feminism is definitely more prominent than feminism within like different yeah. communities, other communities. I feel like low key, like when we talked about it in our organization, like it seemed like white feminists like hijacked the movement and are like, I don't know. Like, I guess, I don't think it's intentional, like, not helping other people. I think it's just, like, self-concerned and trying to promote, like, yourself reaching equality and not women as a whole. You know? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could see that. I mean, I could see, like, how they could end up being a little more self-centered about it because, like, they only know what they know and they don't really know what other people are experiencing. So like they, I don't know how you would like fix that unless you had like someone, a person of color, a person, like a woman of color, like outright, like telling them like, you know, there are other problems. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. calling them out and just being like, Hey, like, you know, we need to fix this first before we can move to this next step. And then maybe they're like three steps ahead of like, where, you know, a a certain category of women are, um, are in. And yeah, that's like, yeah, <laughs> that's a value of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just, mm-hmm. it's kind of, well, yeah. Similarly, and we can go back to the um, colored feminists specifically, mm-hmm. but I feel like this is like a prominent issue that a lot of people talk about. Like feminists, liberal feminists argue that like, you can't be a feminist if you don't support gay rights, if you don't support Black American rights, if you don't support yada yada. Um, would you agree with that concept? Hmm, I mean, I don't know. That's a, that's a good question because like, just because you're a feminist, that doesn't automatically mean that like a person mm-hmm. is gonna support everything else because right. like to them, that might just be a completely separate like category. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, I guess it would make sense if you thought about it as like, just people, like people who are like a certain group of people being marginalized. So then like, if you're feminist, then you would just want to support everyone else who's being okay. marginalized. Yeah. But like, I'm not sure if everyone thinks like that. Cause like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I just, I think there's a lot of different factors you have to think about. Yeah. Um, especially like from person to person, how they were raised. Um, maybe like, I mean, I understand that like, I, like if you would identify as feminist, it makes sense to be like, you know, support everyone else, but I don't know if everyone else thinks of that. So cool. what about you? What do you think? Um, I definitely, I'm along the same lines of you. I think you should support other marginalized groups, um, unless it like completely contradicts your values. Um, like, you know, if you're a woman, you should support lesbian women because, like, I feel like that's a feminist thing, like, supporting all women, women supporting women. Um, 
there's also the issue of like women like super christian women supporting abortion which is typically a feminist topic which gets into a whole lot of it's a different can of worms but um yeah so yeah yeah no i like i as you were talking i was thinking about like it also like depends on like like the demographic like not like the demographic but like where like which country you're in and like the culture the culture differences because like I think about like India because like that's the closest thing to me but like um yeah it's a very largely largely patriarchal society so like and like women are you know faced with a lot of like oppression and just not having as many rights as men do just because it's like you know kind of like built into their culture kind of like that and there's a huge movement happening now and it has been for like a little while now and I feel like they're just so busy trying to gain equality for women that they might not have time to think about like other topics like you know like LGBT I could be wrong okay like I don't know I feel like that is just like its own category and to like like I don't know I don't know if that can be like lumped into like LGBTQ plus um, That's fair. categories because still like in, in Indian culture, LGBTQ is definitely not something that's discussed as often as like, you know, woman rights because that's something they've been trying to gain for yeah. years and years and years. And, and it's still happening now. It's nowhere near where America is. Yeah. Um, but that's why I would say it's, it's different, but like- That's I don't fair. Know. Like, if you're spending all your time fighting for one thing, you can't fight for everything. So, mm. that makes yeah, I don't know. I could be wrong. I just, like, I don't, I've, I've only lived in, like, India for four years. So, yeah. like, and I know stuff from my parents, but, like, in our culture. But, like, I definitely consider myself more American than I am Indian because definitely don't practice anything in, within my cultures yeah. as much. <laughs> but, yeah. The topic of India actually sparked a thought in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of, like, controversy within the feminist community of like um eastern women roles i would say um because of religion like a lot of women um are expected to like hide their faces or do different things of that nature and a lot of people argue that like it's anti-feminist to support those things but on the other hand some of those women actually want to because it's the religion do you have any thoughts on that? <laughs> I feel like people try to conflate two different like things. They like they're trying to like put like religion and like feminism and like into different things. And I feel like in some sense, fem- feminism is like subjective from like person to person because mm-hmm. like you exercising your rights as a woman and your freedom as a woman could look different from someone else who's exercising their rights as a woman as a woman and like we were uh, I think one of like the topic um things that we have to talk about was like whether you think someone who wants to be a stay-at-home mom is like against feminism and like I definitely don't think that's against feminism that's a woman who wants to do what you know wants to be a stay-at-home mom I mean that shouldn't be against feminism I mean if we're really talking about equality we should, that should include like free will and people being able to do what they want. And if, and if you say that, I don't know, a woman is not allowed to be a stay at home mom, because I mean, if you're saying that, like, that's not feminist, then that's kind of defeating the point of feminism. Right. Because it puts different labels on women again. Right. And like, 
yeah, it's just more oppression and like more of like not letting them do what they want and against freedom entirely. Like, well, no, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. What about you? What do you think? Uh, pretty much along the same lines, like <laughs> okay. women should be allowed to obviously legal things like anything yeah. that brings in equality and the same goes for like men or non-binary or, you know, like you don't have to fit any labels, whatever, like let people do what they want. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. for sure yeah. off of that is there anything that you think a woman can believe in that would like any line in the sand like if a woman believes in something they can't be a feminist mm-hmm. that's a good question and I'm not really sure how to answer that okay because um I think it just kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier in the sense that like feminism is like subjective. Yeah. And as long, I think as long as they're not interfering with anyone else's freedom to do what they want as a woman, then they can be a feminist. But like, if you're going out of your way to you like tell someone that they, what they're doing isn't right or stopping someone or like, you know, doing like, you know, participating in protests to like stop women for thinking, for being, I don't know, believing in a certain opinion. I don't know. I would even go so far as to say that like, if you're pro-life and you're bashing someone, you're bashing another woman for believing in that. I think that still goes against feminism in a way. Interesting. Cool. Because I I mean, as long as like, you know, the pro-life person isn't doing anything else to like, you know, um, bash other pro-choice people as long as they're like you know minding their own business and doing whatever they want without attacking pro-choice. exactly yeah okay. yeah I think if they like you know stay in their lane and do whatever they need to do and you know not hurt anyone else I think it's fine yeah. I think it's fine I think I think it's just all just kind of goes back to like the umbrella term of like freedom and like you know just letting people do what they want and not interfering and not causing any harm yeah I, I don't know more to the abortion thing. I know we've gone a little off track, mm-hmm. but um, because like pro life people think that like it's murder, right? Right. So like it's hard to like mm-hmm. be pro life without like fighting against pro choice with people. That's true. Maybe that was a really bad example. No, but, but like that's, hypothetically, that's like a good question. is it anti feminist to like be pro life, like? Okay, what are your thoughts? Maybe I can, like, gather myself together. I don't together. know. <laughs> um, I really don't know. I know a lot of people who say that it's anti-feminist to be pro-life. Um, Like, a lot. But also, I don't know. It's really hard. Because I know a lot of feminists, I know a lot of feminists who are pro-life, because, you know, growing up Catholic. Um, I almost think it's a, like, if you are pro-life it's like a flaw in your feminism um which is super weird like it's like the concept I'm gonna jump way weird because I'm trying to make it metaphorical um like human beings can be good people but have a ton of flaws like you know sins and stuff but you can still go to heaven so like you can still be a feminist and have like a flaw of being pro-life I guess um which is I don't know I 
don't like the way I'm phrasing it because it sounds like I don't support people, but like it's also hard to be pro-life and not hard on your other women on other women. So it's like I don't know, it's hard because like feminists should support women. So it has to be a flaw to be argumentatively pro-life, I guess. Like you can be pro-life with yourself, but also because they think it's murder, typically pro-life people are against women. Yeah. Anyway, I went in circles. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to like jump a little back a little. Okay. Sorry. What am I trying to say? Anyway. Um, no, um, didn't you identify as pro-life at some point though? I'm pro-life internally, but pro-choice with government. But also, (laughs) but also like, I think I would encourage my friends, but I wouldn't force it. Like, I think, I think people should choose not to abort a baby, but I also don't think it's the government's decision. It's the woman's decision. So like you, how you just explained that, I think you could say that like, basically, you know, you could be pro-life and still support women. You know? Yeah, but I think the pro-life or argue versus pro-choice argument, sorry, we're totally off track. The pro-life versus pro-choice argument is whether it should be legal. Not necessarily. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I, I think it just depends on how you define pro-life and pro-choice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if we're talking about like, like, you know, government policy and stuff like that yeah. and that would make a difference. But yeah, I would definitely agree that the option should be there. So like, you know, that if you were fighting against, if a woman who identified as pro-life was fighting against abortion being an option, then then I would think that's against feminism because it's right. against, it's and against- Controlling their own bodies. Yeah, yeah, it's against like their, yeah, their freedom to do what, like, yeah, they're, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, that's. I think I would explain hard it like one. that. Yeah, it's a really interesting question, huh? <laughs> Speaking of men making decisions for women, <laughs> if you are a feminist, should you be supporting women in politics? Which is kind of similar to our topic from last week about like people be- saying like Black Lives Matter in order to get votes. Like, should you vote for a woman, a woman just because they're a woman? See, this is something I've been like going back and forth with in my mind because sometimes I feel like other women vote for women in politics because they are women and not necessarily for their poli- mm-hmm. qualifications. But then again, I'm not necessarily qualified to answer this either because I right. didn't do Otherwise. enough research. Uh, I did not do enough research on like, you know, the people who were running and like seeing what their qualifications were. So I can't say for sure if that's what actually happened. But based on like what I've seen in like social media, people like tend to hype up the fact that a woman is in politics, but they don't talk about their qualifications as much, which I am not against at all. Mm-hmm. I, I am I'm poor woman, obviously, and I want them. I mean, we need we need a, we need more women in in politics and in the government, and that is definitely something we need. But like, I feel like sometimes people don't necessarily consider the qualifications as much as they do 
the fact uh, as much as they, as they focus on like diversity. And do you think that, I mean, going off of that, do you think there are any um, consequences that could come from that? Or do you think it's like, you know, we're heading in a right, like a good direction? Consequences from more women in power? No, no, no. Consequences in, in terms of like voting people in, not because of their qualification, but because of like, oh. you know, their color or like, you know, how I they- I definitely think, um, I'm going to go back to like what Donovan said. I think a lot of people, um, specifically like the liberal party and the conservative party, like when they put women in on the ballot, it's not to promote feminism, but it's because to get voters. Um, mm-hmm. So I think we do run into the issue of when that women gets whatever position she was running for, she either does not fight for women's issues or she doesn't have like the option to fight for women's issues because she's just like a marinette marinette is that what they're called marinette yeah 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 i think i think so which is honestly kind of what i'm worried about because everyone's like in love with kamala harris and i think she's cool and like all that stuff but i'm kind of worried that she's going to be used as a puppet to get women to vote for well i mean obviously biden was voted in uh, but she's going to use as a puppet for women appreciation, not necessarily um, like what she's doing. being allowed to do what she wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like a hard thing to talk about and to like, not really talk about, but just to like understand, because I think there would be a lot of research that's involved in that to just to like figure out like who they are as a person and like what they've right. done and like how, like, you know, what their qualifications are. Um, but then like, I also think about like the fact that like because our because the people in politics tend to be like white, um, like maybe we just aren't looking hard enough for people who are qualified. So like you know within within different communities there are people that who have had that experience, but we just don't see them because there maybe there is some sort of flaw in the system. Yeah. So that could also be a huge thing. Yeah. Um. This is. That kind of sparked a question again. You're so good at that. Um, <laughs> but like we talked about um, at some point, I think, about how women are less likely to run than men. Do you mm-hmm. think minority women are less likely to run than white women? Totally like something you probably wouldn't know off the top of your head, but just curiosity. Mm. I think we would have to talk about, I think you'd have to go back to like, how they were brought up and like were, uh-huh. are they immigrants are like they from a different country are they just moving like are we just talking about like the u.s or are we just talking about like like all over, all over the world because i think that would make a huge difference because based on like the culture and like you know like the social dynamics maybe like the women in that specific country want to be stay-at-home moms and like they see themselves in that sense but they don't i don't know if that's something that like stops them because if it's something they really wanted to do i think we would maybe hear more about that, especially now with like social media. Okay. I could be wrong, but I don't know. I don't know. That's, I mean, cause like at least all the, you know, people I know who are passionate about politics and who are people of color, like if they have an opinion, they are not afraid to go out and tell people about it mm-hmm. if they really think it matters. Yeah. So I don't necessarily think there's anything stopping them. It's just like a matter of like what they value and like their experiences as, as like a person of color. Interesting. But yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't ask you the same question, but I don't know if 
you have I do not know. <laughs> okay well, going I'm gonna go backwards because I don't have another follow-up question um okay. going back to the voting for women like um I'm gonna go backwards to like Hillary Clinton okay. so a lot of feminists did not necessarily recognize her as um, being all that feministic. Feministic? I don't know. Like what we're talking about, like a woman who's on the ballot um, just to get votes, but isn't actually going to do anything. So like with that concept, if she had won, would it have been a good thing because we finally had a woman as president or would have been like, would then not have made a difference, I guess. Again, super opinion-based question. And if you don't feel comfortable sharing it, feel free. No, I think, I, think, I think this is an interesting question. And I think it's interesting that you asked that because like we had a black president, President Obama. Did that really change anything? Like with the Black Lives Matter movement, did it make any progress? So I really don't think like Hillary Clinton would have made much of a difference, Okay. really. I mean, unless she really, really focused on like women's rights and like made that her, like her priority. Okay. Does that make any sense? That is fair. Because, like, we can say that we finally had a woman president, but Mm -hmm. in the end, like, all that is is a, like, symbolic thing. Like, yes, we had a woman president, but if it didn't make a difference, so what? That's fair. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I like that answer. That was a really good answer. I'm glad I asked (laughs) to have to answer first because I wouldn't have had no idea. I, I, it's so weird because I like read a comment about it on YouTube and I was like that's interesting to think about so yeah weird um hmm yeah it's just it's really interesting I think did we talk about this like how like there's like so many like parallels to like different like marginalized groups like you know like Black Lives Matter and stuff like that we did talk about a little bit about LGBTQ but that's about mm-hmm. it gotcha yeah yeah it's really interesting to think about like I don't know. It's just like, it makes you wonder, like, how do you go about solving these issues? Like, you could talk about, like, history, but then you would have to talk, you would have to, like, modernize it in a sense, because, because you would have to think about, like, all the different types of groups that you're helping. Okay. So, like, where would you start? (laughs) Are you talking about, like, in BLM, like, how, like, it's very, I don't know, like, What's a parallel you're thinking of, like men and BLM, kind of? Uh, I was just talking about feminism in general, but what were you thinking? Well, you said your parallels. I was hoping I could get you to explain oh, that. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, right, right. So, like, um, in BLM, we were talking about this in, like, in the last episode, where we were seeing how, like, um, people that were white were more, like, profiting off of, like, the BLM movement, oh, okay. like, you know, like, supporting, supporting the cause, but they weren't necessarily, like, pushing the movement forward. They were just, right. like, you know, developing products just to say, to say, like, I'm an ally, and, you know, like, I support uh, Black Lives Matter, but then we were talking about, like, does that actually, like, hurt the Black community, in a sense? Okay, so, so, yeah. like, that's related to the white feminism one, because sometimes white people do things within the feminist community that, maybe pull them forward, but push back mm-hmm. minorities. Okay. Do you think it's necessary, like at least like now, do you think it'd be necessary to have those, like a, a, like a different group for each people who, I mean, not each people, each um, um community, like we say we have like a, 
black woman, femi feminist, black woman, black feminism. So like they go about feminism in a different way versus like white feminism. Do you think there, there should be a difference between how, how they go about that? I'm a, obviously white feminist, but I, um, I mean, I try to focus on other issues, obviously, but I am a white person and I'm a feminist. Um, distinguishing. But I think there's more power in the numbers. Um, I think women should try to educate other women and make it like their responsibility, I guess. Like minority women um, and white women should both fight for minority issues and I guess white issues kind of but not like not to the you know part where the white people are overbearing on the oh, issue yeah. but like you know fighting mm -hmm. for all issues um did that answer it all I feel like I had something else to say but I lost it you're good no no they answered it yeah I, okay. I you basically saying that we work together to get we, we work better together yes well. and also um that's what I was gonna say white privilege mm. white privilege right if a white woman is helping fight for minority right, guess what? The minority right will pass faster. Just like how like white people stood in front of black people during the BLM movement in like March and March, April. I couldn't remember the month after March. Mm -hmm. Like stood in front of them when they were getting attacked by the police and the police were less brutal to the white people. And so therefore, the Black people were able to get their marches done. In a similar way, white people can help push things forward for the minority communities using their white privilege and make it so that minority communities get what they want and feminism moves forward. So you think there's- but also like don't play the white hero complex because that's gross. Right. That's an interesting take on it because I don't think I've ever heard about like white privilege talked about in a way that was helping like oppressed communities. Like, wow. Yeah. I've seen think? it on Instagram. That's where I got the idea. I mean, like, I don't know if um, a black individual would agree with me um, and not be mm. like, maybe I am saying things that make it sound like the white savior complex, um, yeah. which isn't the intention. But I also think like if there is privilege there's going to, well, right now, at least, there's going to be privilege no matter what. So we should use it at least to help the other communities and to, I guess, get rid of privilege. Hmm. Hmm. What are yeah. your thoughts? Because you're not white, so maybe you can attack what I'm saying or support it or, I don't know. I don't know I like I still feel like I'm not the right person to ask because I like I definitely I don't I don't want to say I don't care it's like I, I do care it's just like I never found myself in situations to care to that extent okay so like I've never had to like find myself being protected by someone who was white or like you know like that not like like the color you were never like really occurred to me it was just like we're human beings helping each okay. other out you know yeah um but then like that would probably my answer would probably vary a lot from like someone who really involves themselves in like social justice and like politics and mm -hmm. stuff like that because I, I could see I could see how someone a person of color could take offense to like a white person um 
I guess, using their white privilege, privilege to move a cause forward, because like in their head, that might be like, they're taking away my, my agency, like, as in like yeah. my power to do something about it. Like, am I not good enough to like fix my own problems? Am I less, am I inferior like yeah. to you? Like, are you, do you have more power than me to like fix these problems? Like, are we still like, is the problem still there? Does that make any sense? Yeah, like, no, yeah, um, definitely. I could see how someone could interpret it like that, but then that's also like something that was just like, I think it, it varies from person to person, like based mm-hmm. on their experiences and like what they believe and value. And I think that's just why it's so hard for us to come to a conclusion right. to any of this, just because we all yeah. have different experiences and values. Mm-hmm. But, um, it would also lead to like, maybe it would lead to like whitewashing the movement, kind of like we talked about last week. Like mm-hmm. if white people use their white privilege, would the movement still be the same I do not know the answer to that that's a good way to end this episode because we're basically out of time but that is <laughs> great yeah a great thing to think about and I don't know if we'll ever come to an answer anytime soon but I really maybe. liked that I liked questioning things like hey. it was it was cool because like I was questioning my own beliefs like mm. or like also I was questioning my like privilege and stuff which is mm-hmm. kind of fun yeah I mean, okay, wait, I'm going to add one more thing. But basically, like, I've, like, thought about, like, my privilege as well, because, like, I'm not, I mean, I'm a person of color, but I'm not black. And, you know, in America, there's, like, yeah, it's between, it's the majority of, like, the problems that are happening are between, like, whites and blacks. And in a sense, I'm, like, an Asian, and I have privilege, too, because I was never, I, the problems that we have are very different. (laughs) And, like, it's just, I have privilege, too. But you're still discriminated against not as severely as black yes there is discrimination so like it's kind of hard i mean there's a lot of asians and like people who are who don't identify as black um who are also a person of color they have their separate set of discrimination and stereotypes Mm -hmm. and problems but like i don't know some people they have there's varying opinions about this but i think we could this this is almost like an entire entirely (laughs) different topic like you i would need like someone else to help me on this but like okay yes that is a that's a good question. Maybe that could be a future episode. Maybe. Write it down. <laughs> yes, I will. Okay. Um, yeah, so do you have any closing thoughts? Closing um, witty comments or whatever? <laughs> really. I feel like the episodes we're doing right now are too deep for me to make like a pun out of it. <laughs> so I'm just going to leave it off. Um, Got it. Got now. it. Got you. I don't have anything either. So okay. thank you guys for listening. Yes, feel um, free to email us at you know <laughs> of your head because I don't okay okay um so for everyone who's listening if you guys have any questions comments feedback you can email us at far from normal podcast 2020 at gmail.com we have an instagram at far from normal podcast there's also a google form um on the instagram page and you can basically just fill it out and have write anything that's on your mind really and we'll answer it we'll make a discussion out of it we want to hear you so definitely don't be afraid to do that and um yeah that's I think I've gotten everything. Yeah, Basically, we have uh, a link tree. We'll probably add all the like the links in the description as well, so it'll be easier for you to find them. But thank you for listening. Follow us on YouTube and hit that notification. Or bell. subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe. Subscribe. My dad. <laughs> Love you guys. We love you. Bye. <laughs>